Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the weekly broadcast of Space Buckets. This is Lush, your purple-loving psychoanalyst host. The sidekick Kasalvin is kicking it elsewhere today, so you've got me for as long as you choose. All right, let's get into this. Picture this, right? The year is 2021. The world is in chaos. Entire systems are being uprooted. Global social movements are spreading like a rash, like super itchy. It's everywhere. Um, not necessarily a bad thing. Well, I guess, never mind. A rash is a bad thing. Women are standing up for themselves. They have formed alliances to further gender equality. But on an island in the middle of the Indian Ocean, one woman has just ripped the pageant crown off the head of another woman. Dun, dun, dun. This is the one with the pageant fiasco. (laughs) Okay, that was a bit um, dramatic, but you know, we all need a bit of drama in our lives, right? What is life without a bit of drama? Just boring and peaceful. Not all of us like peaceful, but um, anyway, I'm guessing everyone that is listening to this right now, you've probably heard of the massive scandal that went on in the Mrs. World Sri Lanka pageant where crazily I guess is the only word the reigning Mrs. World took the crown off of the crowned Mrs. World and gave it to the runner-up which I can only imagine was probably super humiliating like to even stand up on a stage in front of hundreds of people in the first instance is a feat of its own right and to participate in any sort of competition is like kudos to you if you can do that I honestly wouldn't be able to because of my social anxiety and on top of that then having someone come and publicly humiliate you not even like in the background like publicly on stage whilst it's being broadcasted to I'm guessing thousands of people and in front of hundreds of people sitting right there to be humiliated is um humiliating (laughs) i guess is the only word i think what a lot of people found super interesting in this was that um the reigning miss world and the lady who supported her which who was a um former model i think were arrested like super fast arrested faster than the rooster crows at dawn that fast right and i guess a lot of people were shocked at the way in which our justice system essentially is able to arrest people participating in a competition faster than they can arrest actual perpetrators of horrific violence right And look, I know there are bigger problems in the country. I thought the same thing to myself. Like, we've got people on the streets. People are hungry. There's a pandemic going on. There's so much going on. We know our justice system is failing. And yet, this takes the headlines for like a week. This is the only thing people are talking about. It's the conversation at dinner tables. It's the conversation in social social circles. It is the source of all memes. You know, it's completely just inhabited everything, essentially like a rash. 
And yeah, so we know like it's easier to focus on the dramatic things in our life, right? And even better if we can live in a teledrama than do the work that needs to be done. Which I guess begs the question, when and what do we fight for and when do we surrender? I've had, um, I've been actually, to be honest, trying to surrender or practicing surrendering a lot in my life as much as I can. And honestly, it's brought me a lot of peace. I think more peace than I can sort of put into words. But when and what do we fight for and when do we surrender? So in my opinion, right, if something is rightfully yours, you fight for it. Tooth and nail, fists in, guns out, you fight for what is yours. Which in the case of the Crown and Mrs. World, that's what she's doing. She's fighting for a public apology and she's fighting for her crown, which I think rightfully belongs to her given the fact that she isn't currently divorced. The way I see it, you fight for what is yours, but if something is out of your control and you have been dealt a hand of cards that you do not like, then I think surrendering can bring more peace to your soul than fighting ever can. So for instance, like we all as humans, we experience rejection, right? Whether that be you apply for a job, you don't get the job you want. You've been dreaming of working at this particular company for ages, for years. You've worked a whole career, you've studied for it, you've um, gained experience for it. That is what you've been working for and you don't get the job you want. You're rejected. Another instance would be death. Like we lose loved ones all the time, right? It's part of life. It's the cycle. We're born and we die, but it's often hard for us to accept death for what it is. Like the impermanence of life is very, very hard for us to accept, which is the same when it comes to relationships as well. Sometimes we lose friends or we lose loved ones and they may not always be in our lives the way that we want them to or to play a role in a certain way but that is just the way it is that is the part of this human experience and things don't always turn out the way we would ideally wish it to like we all have certain dreams we all want things to happen in a particular way in a way that we think aligns with us in a way that we think is best for us but everyone listening to this knows that You cannot plan every single aspect of your life and always get the results or the outcomes that you want to get. And so in this instance, it's surrendering essentially. It's yielding and accepting that it is what it is and we have to practice continually letting go. Essentially like letting go of our need to control everything in our lives and having faith in the infinite intelligence or God or a higher power or source or like whatever it is you believe in, right? Regardless of your beliefs or maybe you don't even believe in the existence of a higher power but like let's not get into that in this episode. Um, Whatever it is you believe or don't believe in, it's essentially having the faith and the trust that whatever is meant to be for you will be for you. But, you know, we think that out of a need to essentially protect ourselves, we think that we shouldn't experience the bad. 
whatever like bad is right in the way i see it there necessarily isn't well there is good and bad you know there's good acts and there's bad acts so kindness would be a good act um a bad act would be abuse to another human like literally just two examples but you get what i mean right there is the existence of polarity but when it comes to certain instances some things just are the way they are right and we often place a label on it and say okay this is good and this is bad and for the bad in air quotes we feel that we need to control everything but that is honestly exhausting right i used to be in a place in my life when i would say something to someone and then in the literal next instance i would think oh crap i shouldn't have said that and that essentially i think yes overthinking is one of it but one of the um reasons why i was thinking like that but i think another reason for that was i felt like if i had chosen my words differently then i would get the response out of the other person that would be favorable to me right or I felt like I could control that conversation a bit better if I had changed my wording. So yeah, it is a bit of overthinking, but it also is a need to control. And that's out of a need to, like I said before, protect ourselves. Like in that instance of me thinking, oh crap, I shouldn't have said that. It's me wanting to protect myself from whatever imagined shame or fear that I was thinking I might have felt um, depending on how that person reacted or I was essentially thinking oh what will that person think about me now back to like things that happen to us right things happen and they may not always be favorable not everything happens the way we want things to happen and that's okay that's part of the human experience But what matters is how we react to the unfavorable things, the bad things, the things we dislike, the things we don't want happening to us. So we can choose, okay, do we choose to accept, learn and heal and grow through the experience? Or do we apply massive amounts of resistance and stay stuck in the mud? And then where does that get you? You know, I'm not sure if um, you all played stuck in the mud as a kid. I did at school or with friends. And it was one of our favorite games. So if you haven't played, um, essentially there's one person running around tagging the other people and the person that tags the other person or the person running around, the person that tags the person running around becomes stuck in the mud. And (laughs) you have to wait till someone else gets unstuck and then tags you for you to get unstuck and it was the most infuriating thing because you could be essentially stuck in the mud for extended periods of time and so if we apply that to what I'm talking about it's essentially when you're stuck in the mud there's a lot of resistance there's a lot of frustration um, there's a lot of like anger there's a lot of negative emotion Whereas surrendering, on the other hand, brings so much peace. And when I tell you, like, I've practiced surrendering over the past few months. The past few months have, you know, if it was on paper, 
I would say quite unfavorable in terms of family. I've experienced loss, so death. Um, I've experienced close people becoming not so close anymore. So on paper, they would be considered unfavorable. But in almost all of those instances, I said to myself, okay, I have the choice to surrender in this moment and to let go in faith and in trust that whatever is meant to be for me will be for me at whatever point, you know. And I'm not trying to say this from like a mightier than thou sort of perspective, but more so as like encouragement to try to practice the act of surrendering because from my soul, honestly, it has brought me so much peace and that is the kind of peace that I want to wish on other people. And if I could like put it into you and tell you how just effective the act of surrendering is, if I could put it into you, I would. Um, but this is sort of just encouragement to do that. And I'm not saying, right, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying sit on your ass and believe that shit will just come to you. No, obviously not. Like, if you have dreams and goals and there's things you want to achieve, then obviously chase your dreams and go after what is rightfully yours. Those things are not going to fall out of the sky. Um, They're not just going to fall into your hands. It's not just going to be whatever is meant to be will be for you. Like, you have to work for those things. So surrendering, I'm not saying surrender, like, just lie down on the ground and be like, oh, I surrender and things will just fall out of the sky. Shit will just come to me. No, that's not gonna freaking happen. What's yours? You have to go after what is yours. But when shit happens that you can't control, that is when you surrender. Um, When it's in the hands of another person, essentially, or something, like, I'm sure you can think of something that applies to you that's happened to you in the past where it was just completely out of your control you know you apply for the job you don't get the job what like what are you going to do about that you can sit and cry and mope about it forever and ever and just wallow in your sadness which um don't get me wrong i'd probably do that for a bit but then after that point you just have to let it go you know you have to surrender that to the fact that most probably that wasn't the right job for you in the first place and you will find something better. Something better will come to you. Everything happens for a reason. So yeah, you just have to let shit go. The stuff you can't control, let it go without judging yourself, without judging others, um, without anger, without hatred, without indifference to the situation and it's harder than um than it's made out to be it's easier said than done but i want to bring a analogy is analogy the right word a story an example i don't know anyway (laughs) an example let's call it an example right so when you were a kid you probably played with bouncy balls right like everyone played with those tiny bouncy balls that you either get as a toy um i mean you either get it with like a happy meal or you put a coin into one of those um machines coin machines and then you spin it and a beautiful little bouncy ball comes out and it's your favorite thing right as a kid i don't know at least for me 
I freaking love bouncy balls. Actually, I should probably get one when I'm bored just to play with a bouncy ball. Um, you know, you get this beautiful ball and you let it go. You watch it hit the floor and bounce right back up, right? You have no particular feelings for the bouncy ball other than maybe you like it and it's beautiful, like the most beautiful bouncy ball you've ever seen. And maybe it's your favorite bouncy ball as well. But you still let it go to see what happens. And unless it was like a super shitty, cheap AF bouncy ball, then it bounced back up and you caught it. Um, Rarely ever do you find a bouncy ball that doesn't bounce back up. I'm just realizing now as well. (laughs) How many times have I said bouncy ball in the past like two minutes? Probably a lot. If I had a dollar for every time I said bouncy ball probably have about $20 but anyway you let it go and it bounces back up and you catch it so in this instance the unfavorable situation is that bouncy ball you letting it fall out of your hands is you surrendering and the bouncy ball bouncing back up is the result of you surrendering So what I'm trying to say is, regardless of what happens in your life, you will always bounce back up. You will be okay. Although it may not seem like it in the moment, you will be okay. And how you choose to move through that situation will be the difference between you evolving and growing and healing and you staying stuck in the mud. We can always choose whether we move through life um, with peace or with resistance. And surrendering and letting go and just accepting things for what they are is a much more peaceful way of doing life. And again, this is not to say surrender to the universe or whatever it is and your dreams will just manifest into results and your goals will just have you be like the next Mark Zuckerberg or whatever it is you want to be that that's not going to happen that's the stuff of fairy tales and even in fairy tales people got to work for the shit that they want um so that's not what I'm saying but what I'm saying is when things are out of your control you can you have the choice of surrendering and moving through it with an in peace. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> um, yeah, I just felt really called to share my experiences of surrendering. And it's a choice that I've made. Or at least I try to make with every situation. Not perfect. But I found so much peace in surrendering. And it wasn't something I was aware of before. I didn't know that I could make such a choice or that that choice was available to me um and so I felt really called to share that with you and hopefully you too can practice surrendering like the next thing something happens the next time something happens and it's out of your control maybe you'll hear my voice saying practice surrendering baby practice surrendering and see the peace that it brings you Okay, anyway, I think um, that's enough of me talking. We will be back in your ears next week. Our Instagram is at space underscore buckets. I hope you're all well, healthy and safe. 
and we will catch you next week my loves lush over and out